Hi everybody. Welcome to Ancient Prophets Modern Message. My name's Dave Ward. I'm your host. I guess by now those of you who stuck with me as we've looked at the Minor Prophets will know how this works. We have a four-part format. We start off by reading a scripture from one of the Minor Prophets. Then we think about what we've read. Then we use what, uh, what we've thought about as a foundation so we can pray. And then finally, we look at how we might practically live out what we've learned in our everyday lives. This is the next in series 11 of the podcast, where we're looking at Zechariah prophesying the coming Messiah. Zechariah part 4, the shepherd and the stone. When the Messiah comes, he will bring safety and stability to God's people. We're reading Zechariah 9, 16 and chapter 10, verses 2 to 4. On that day, the Lord their God will rescue his people, just as a shepherd rescues his sheep. They will sparkle in his land like jewels in a crown. Household gods give worthless advice, fortune tellers predict only lies, and interpreters of dreams pronounce falsehoods that give no comfort. So my people are wandering like lost sheep. They're attacked because they have no shepherd. My anger burns against your shepherds, and I will punish these leaders. For the Lord of heaven's armies has arrived to look after Judah, his flock. He will make them strong and glorious, like a proud warhorse in battle. From Judah will come the cornerstone, the tent peg, the bow for battle, and all the rulers. The early church picked up two images that were fulfilled by Jesus in this part of Zechariah's prophecy. The image of the good shepherd who rescues and cares for the sheep, and the image of the stone that was rejected by the builders, but became the cornerstone, the source of stability for the whole building. The image of the Good Shepherd is introduced in stark contrast to the shepherds that are currently supposed to be caring for the flock. It was a direct attack on the record of the actions of the spiritual and secular leaders of the nation of Israel at the time Zechariah was writing. God promises that because the people have been so let down by their leaders, he will come in person to care for his people. In the New Testament, this theme is picked up in John 10, where Jesus, the Good Shepherd, cares for his sheep, even to the point of giving his life for them, to rescue them and give them security. The image of the stone is a powerful one at this time, when the temple was being rebuilt. The cornerstone was the most important stone upon which the strength and stability of the whole building depended. Unfortunately, 
even though the temple was rebuilt, its spiritual foundations continued to be as weak as the spiritual leaders in the nation. Jesus got pretty upset at the way the temple was being misused when he visited Jerusalem towards the end of his life on earth. Eventually, in 70 AD, the temple was demolished by the Romans, never again to be rebuilt. Jesus, however, the Messiah rejected by his own people, went on to build not an alternative temple building, but a living temple made up of everyone, both Jews and non-Jews, who chose to follow him. The Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 17 to 22. He brought his good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him, and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners, you're citizens along with all of God's holy people. You're members of God's family. Together we're his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We're carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the care, comfort and protection that you give. Thank you for always having our best interests at heart and for helping us to live for you. Amen. Do I always resemble Jesus, the Good Shepherd, in my relationships with others? Or do I sometimes ill-treat people or use them selfishly for my own ends? Take a serious look at yourself and ask for forgiveness and God's help to do things differently. Maybe apologise to the person or people concerned. And a final prayer. Father, keep me constantly aware of your loving presence wherever I go today. Jesus, help me to resemble you in the things I do, think and say with all the people I will meet today. Spirit, open my eyes to see you at work in the world and prompt me to join in with what I see. Amen. <laughs>